You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Tuesday, everybody. Another edition of Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, indeed, every day. Matt Derry with you on a Tuesday, February 23rd and Wednesday, February 24th. Tomorrow, Eric Schlitt will join us from now Pride of Detroit. The former Lions Wire managing editor will join us now as he's joined prideofdetroit.com. We'll talk some Lions with Eric tomorrow. Today, though, let's focus on Sheila Ford Hamp. A lot of discussion from this morning where Chris Spielman, of course, special assistant to Rod Wood and Sheila, joined uh, the Estonian Jansen show on 97 won the ticket and had some interesting comments about Sheila and her involvement. I want to get into that because I've reached out to some Lions people and I want to squash um, uh, some, some notions that are out there uh, in regards to the owner and actually give her a lot of credit. We'll do that on the show today. Also, Daniel Jeremiah from NFL.com moved the sticks, did his NFL draft prospect rankings, and there's a couple of guys in the top five, or maybe even the top seven, that I think will surprise you. Again, the draft doesn't go based on best player available all the time. The Jets, at number two, if they want a quarterback, they'll take a quarterback that they like, maybe ahead of a prospect who's graded higher. But I want to get into that. We will do that on the program today. And also, you'll hear from Drew Bledsoe, who is on the herd with Colin Cowherd today, giving some love to Dan Campbell. All of that on the show today. Follow us on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions as well, where you can get the podcast every day. And also check out the Matt Derry Facebook fan page, where we post the podcast too. All right, so today, the big news of the day, Chris Spielman joining the morning show on 97.1 The Ticket today. And they were asked about um, Sheila Ford Hamp, that she was, you know, and and the promise that she was going to get more involved than her father, than her mother, who was the owner. And Spielman said, quote, people ask me all the time, how much is Sheila involved? Well, Sheila has been involved by being in all of these personnel meetings. She sat in two days of offensive free agency meetings and defensive free agency meetings, Spielman said. He went on to say, I had a great office when I got here, and all of a sudden, I'm on the corner next to the exit door, and I said, what happened? Well, Sheila wants this office because it's right in the middle of everything, which is awesome, and it just goes to show her commitment to what she wants and how involved she is. Being in these meetings giving her opinion, which is fun, and it's cool to see the commitment that she has and that Rod and Di- and uh, Disner and everybody has, end quote. So, of course, once this was posted and this was made public this morning, many fans reaching out to me and others on Twitter and social media to say, uh-oh, Sheila Ford Hamp is in these meetings. She's meddling. She's meddling in football. She doesn't know anything about football. What is she doing? What is going on? Are we going to have the next Daniel Snyder on our hands? The former Redskins, now Washington football team owner. And there are many people out there that have heard the stories and, 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 and 
you know, the, the classic yarns that have put, put out there about Daniel Snyder flying into D.C. after a vacation, after being on the golf course, swooping into Washington in April, getting in his limo, hopping over to Redskins Park. I don't think it's called that anymore, obviously. And all of his draft people, all the people in the Washington front office, whether, whether at the time it was Joe Gibbs or Vinny Serrato or any of these people, that were running the team, Doug Williams. And on and on the and at the 11th hour, when the Washington football team was on the clock, ready to make their pick, Snyder, fresh off the golf course with his tan, would stroll into the draft room and say, we're taking this player. So all the scouts, all the personnel people, they put all of these reports together, only to be snubbed and overruled by their ruthless dictator of an owner who doesn't know shit about football to make the pick. We've heard stories about Dan Gilbert when he was owning the Cavs more actively, and now Dan's health is not as good, and he's not around the facility as much, doing the same type of thing. We've heard, we've heard this before, you know, Jerry Jones, who of course is the owner but also runs the team. And so it gives people pause when they hear Chris Spielman, of course, saying that Sheila's around, Sheila's hanging around, Sheila's in the room, sitting in on free agency meetings. But I'm with Chris Spielman about this is showing her commitment more so than showing her knowledge or showing her power. And I reached out to some of my sources today, and all of them said the same thing. The people around Allen Park love that Sheila's getting more involved. People around Allen Park have seen Sheila more, but it's all positive. She is not meddling. She's not telling Brad Holmes, new general manager, uh, head coach Dan Campbell, what to do at all. Football guys are making the decisions, and Sheila is not. Spielman was even asked, hey, everybody understands that as far as the personnel go, Brad and Dan, it's on them. They've got to sign their names to that, end quote. When asked directly if the football guys are making the decisions and not ownership, Spielman made it clear, quote, yes, it has to be that way. It can't be any other way, end quote. And again, I've talked to good sources. They said Sheila's involvement is all positive. She's not meddling. She's not picking the players. She's letting the football people do their thing. She's just being active. And Brad... Holmes, Dan Campbell, Disner, Rod, they're loving it. Because apparently they all like her. She's more than welcome. It's her team. She can do what she wants. But yes, you don't want her turning into Dan Snyder. But it sounds like from the people I've talked to, that's not happening. That's not happening at all. And that it's all positive and that it's all good and people like her. And it's known around the league that she doesn't want to, she wants to do a better job than her mom and then her late father when they own the team. She wants to gain some knowledge. But this is not Mark Cuban running on the court, Dan Snyder making picks. That's not what this is. And I've been assured that by some pretty good sources hanging around the uh, and people that have been close to the Allen Park situation. So that that's good. I got no issue with it. She owns a team. 
you know, remember, she met with Matt Patricia every week last year after games. They had conversations. But yes, what you don't want is the owner to say, I want to play this guy. I like this guy. Do, do the minimal. Be involved. Be active. But if you have these people underneath you, football people, let them do their jobs. Picking up the phone and asking some questions, they have every right to do that. So that's what I'm hearing. Bet online, the fastest and easiest, easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be done, but we got NBA, college basketball, the NHL, they are in full swing. And if you want to get in on it, go to betonline.ag. They cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV too. Real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. There's a lot of sites out there, folks. There's a lot of good sites, all right? I'll be honest with you, but there's nothing better than betonline.ag. If you head to their website now or use your mobile device and sign up today, you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, promo code LOCKEDON, and get that 50% Welcome bonus. Bet Online is your online sportsbook experts. All right, earlier today, um, the legendary, I don't know if I would say legendary, but a very, very, very good NFL quarterback with a history, Drew Bledsoe, who of course played for the New England Patriots, for Bill Belichick, and then, you know, kind of got. Uh, uh, Wally pipped by Tom Brady, and of course Brady went on to have a great career. Bledsoe went on to some other spots, including Dallas. Drew Bledsoe was on the herd with Colin Cowherd today. And there were some recent comments published, I think, by Kyle Meinke from M Live, um, something to the effect of, you know, Dan Campbell said, "I don't, I don't care if people think I'm a meathead," based off of my first press conference, and he kind of brushed it off and and all that type of thing. Well, uh, Drew Bledsoe was asked about that today in the Colin Cowherd radio show on Fox Sports 1 and on Fox Sports Radio about playing for a meathead or playing for a coach that you know is not as good as the coach on the other side. Kind of demeaning Dan Campbell, actually, a little bit. Listen to this audio, courtesy of Fox Sports 1, with a Dan, uh, Colin Cowherd and Drew Bledsoe. And yesterday, Dan Campbell in Detroit goes, I don't mind being known as a meathead, and I thought, slow down. That's, I don't want my coach saying that. You don't have to name names, but were there times, maybe it wasn't a head coach, it was a coordinator, or it was a assistant coach. Did you feel at times, Drew, that you were that you had the second-best coach on Sunday, that, that you just felt like, I, I don't have the best back support here? Well, I mean, yeah. So let's be honest. You know, I left, when I left uh, when I left New England, I had to go back and, and face Belichick, uh, <laughs> you know, twice a year. And so I, I don't think uh, I don't think any coach would feel like uh, I was sliding him up when I said that we were at a disadvantage from that standpoint. Um, I will tell you, I love Danny Campbell. He was with me at Dallas for a year. Um, he is just a high intensity dude, and I really wish him the best. And I actually think for the first time, you know, the Lions are kind of set up going forward. They got a mountain of draft picks now. How about that? Courtesy of Fox Sports. There we go. Drew Bledsoe giving some love, giving some love to Dan Campbell. I love Danny Campbell. And I think the Lions are actually going to be on track for the first time. Lots of draft picks. So, you know, Colin Coward tried to bait Drew Bledsoe into, you know, taking a little bit of a shot at Dan Campbell. And that didn't happen. I loved it. 
you know, there are a lot of people nationally that are looking up at the Lions situation. And I know they're going to finish last next year. I know next year is going to be tough. They're going to revamp this roster. They've got to figure out what to do with, with a lot of their veteran players, Desmond Trufant, Nick Williams, Danny Shelton, Justin Coleman, you know, Vitae Dahl. You know, what are they going to do with these guys? Are they going to let them all go and, 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 and eat the contracts but collect some, some cap space? That's possible. That is very possible. But what I love there is that another former player, another former teammate of Dan Campbell's, um, thinks he'll he'll do well and loves the energy that he brings. So there is that narrative about the – I mean, people still – can you believe this? That press conference was like two months ago, wasn't it, or a month and a half ago? What are we, February 23rd? Didn't Dan Campbell get hired like early January? And already we're still sitting here talking about it. Let's see if he can coach now. Let's see if he can help pick players with his general manager before we just say, you know, Dan's going to say what he what he feels. He's not going to hold back. And I think that giving him an opportunity to see if he can coach, you're going to have to give him some time, too. If the team stinks next year, let's not just destroy Dan Campbell unless you just can see that he's overmatched. But I don't think he's going to be. I'm not so sure he's going to be good right away. But he's hired a good staff. Let's stop with the meathead talk and the, oh, I'm sick of it already. So his press conference was different. So what? Right? There's Drew Bledsoe backing up Dan Campbell. I like that. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You want auto parts? Stop going to the stores. Stop messing around. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. All right, the rockauto.com catalog is unique, remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see everything you need right away. It's great. There's links to fuel pump assemblies or, or whatever you need right there on the site. It's easy. Plus, their prices are reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, so today I found this interesting NFL.com, Daniel Jeremiah, who is the NFL draft, uh, NFL Network draft guru, former NFL scout. I believe he does the Chargers radio games as well. Uh, the draft is going to come up April 29th through May 1st, of course, in Cleveland. And the Lions hold the number 7 overall pick. Jeremiah today updated his rankings of the top top 50 draft-eligible prospects. And this is just who are the best players, 1 through 50. All right, it doesn't have anything to do with need. doesn't have anything to do with the teams that are drafting. Who in Daniel Jeremiah's mind are the top 50 prospects? Number one, Trevor Lawrence. Number two, Jamar Chase. Interesting. Wide receiver from LSU. Number three on his list, Kyle Pitts, tight end of floor at Florida. We talked about him yesterday. Number four, Zach Wilson, the quarterback from BYU. Number five, Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. Number five, Jalen Waddle, number six, Alabama wide receiver. Number seven, Rashawn Slater. 
tackle from Northwestern. Number eight, Devontae Smith, wide receiver from Alabama. Number nine, Penny Sewell from Oregon, the big offensive tackle. And at number 10, Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. I'm so intrigued by this list because when I first was scrolling through it, I'm figuring, uh-oh, you know, Parsons is going to maybe slide, maybe slip. And the more people continue to hype Kyle Pitts and these wide receivers, the more I think somebody like Micah Parsons will definitely be there for the Lions at number seven. But again, the question is, where do they, where do Brad Holmes, Ray Agnew, John Dorsey, where do they have Parsons? Because I still think that the Lions are going to take the best player available at number seven. Now, they've got Trey Lance, the quarterback from North Dakota State. Daniel Jeremiah ranks him at number 11. And then Justin Fields, actually number 12. But you look at all the things that the Lions need. Defense, right? It starts with defense. Yet, on this list, quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, quarterback, cornerback, wide receiver, right? Top 10 we're talking. Tackle, wide receiver, tackle, linebacker. Two of the top 10 players on Daniel Jeremiah's board here are defense. And everybody says that the Lions have to take defense at number seven. They have to, they have to, they have to. Do you honestly think the Lions are going to take a cornerback at number five or number seven? Do you think that Caleb Farley would be in the mix for the Lions at number seven? I'm telling you, do not rule it out. Do not. Now, some people are going to go, wait a minute. You cannot take a cornerback in the top 10 two years in a row. But again, I will warn you. If the Lions feel he's the best player available, they're going to take him. This is not a team that feels like they're going to win next year or maybe even the year after. They're trying to accumulate the best players that they can. Jeffrey Okuda is not a Brad Holmes player. He's a Bob Quinn player. There's nothing to say that if they don't feel that Caleb uh, Farley from Virginia Tech, if they feel he's the best player at seven, they're going to take him. This is a new regime. So interesting that Parsons is in the top 10 and Farley's in the top 10, but that's it for defense. I mean, heck, top 12. I think I told you uh, 11 is quarterback Lance, 12 is quarterback Fields, and then edge rusher a Gregory, Gregory Rosu is 13 from uh, Miami. So I will again say that I wouldn't would not rule anything out at seven, but I don't think they're taking a quarterback. I don't. I think they'll they'll wait on the quarterback. I think they want to give Jared Goff every opportunity to play play well, um, and I don't think they want any kind of distraction. If they take a quarterback, I think it'll be later, with the notion that this guy will be more developmental than anything else. All right, Eric Schlitt will join us tomorrow from prideofdetroit.com. This has been the Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network.